listening to the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network. It's the podcast in the Broadcast Basement. Broadcastbasement.com. Let's talk for a minute about organizational coaching. As we enter a new year, we may think this is the year. Perhaps this is the year that you will set and stick to your 2024 New Year's resolutions. You will improve your time management and increase productivity. You will create and maintain healthy habits. You will get more organized. Maybe you will build and implement ADHD supports in your life. Or maybe you just wish to find more ease and peace in your days. I'm here with you. I'm here for you. I can support you in achieving your goals. I will be your coach, your guide, and your biggest fan. This is a great time to set up one-to-one coaching sessions to help you reach your goals in the new year. Reach out to me and we'll set up some time. I can't wait to work with you in 2024. for joining me today. I'm Colleen Klimczak, organizational coach and certified professional organizer. I own Peace of Mind Professional Organizing, LLC. Since 2003, I've been helping my clients live better lives through organizing and organizational and productivity coaching. In addition to organizing and coaching, I support my clients with a weekly newsletter, a weekly accountability and productivity session through professional speaking, blogging, and podcasting. Want to finish strong with me this week? Join me for Finish Line Friday every Friday morning at 9 a.m. Central for a two-hour productivity session. Drop me an email at colleen at peaceofmindpo.com or follow the Zoom Room links on my Instagram and Facebook pages. So last week and then this week too, I am asking for myself and for my social media manager, how and where do you find me? We're gathering data in September. So reach out via whatever communication channel where you find me and let me know. Thanks. So last week when I said that I don't often talk about procrastination, my producer looked at me askance, side-eyed, incredulously, yeah, fill in the blank there, right? And in my defense, I can say that I don't talk a lot about it. I actually went back and looked through my blog article titles, of which there are like 480, and I confirmed that I, yes, I have spoken about it, but I've only done it a few times specifically six, including last week's article with procrastination in the name. Um, And so today I actually want to keep the conversation going and uh, I'm going to share two of those six articles uh, in keeping with our recent focus. So one is from a National Procrastination Week article. Yes, that is a thing from years gone by. And one also delves a little deeper, and that's called Monetary Motivation, the Price of Procrastination. So let's dive in. I am a solo entrepreneur, which is a fancy term for a small business owner who does everything. So in the midst of delivering organizing services, coaching, and offering presentations, I also need to plan and grow my business for the long term with new ideas and products. Lately, I've been wrapping my head around a remarkably daunting project, and last week I mentioned to a fellow business owner that if I was an employee in charge of that particular project, I probably would have fired me by now. 
Sometimes, you know, we just need to do what needs done. So can you relate either professionally or personally? Maybe you've got a project that you've been dragging your feet about. So as I mentioned in last week's article and podcast, we need to get more specific around the word and the idea of procrastination. And if you are procrastinating, it's time to figure out exactly what the problem is. So last week, I mentioned that sometimes we procrastinate because we don't know how to do something or we lack the resources. Other times, you don't want to do something because maybe it's uncomfortable. I mean, have you noticed, right? We spend far more time dreading the unknown task than it usually takes to complete it. I missed an email last week around an upcoming presentation and I dreaded and therefore avoided for days reaching out to the coordinator because I didn't want to fess up and let them down. And when I did, finally, they were so kind and they weren't bothered at all. I spent far more time being uncomfortable about not doing something than actually doing something about it. And honestly, it seems really silly that I waited now. So know yourself, right? We like to be comfortable. I know I do. Uh, However, we can agree to be just a little uncomfortable, to try just a small new thing in the interest of progress. Because once you try something, it's not new anymore. Maybe we're procrastinating because we don't want to start when there isn't time to finish. I say these things to myself and I'm saying them out loud to you as well. Do you hear me when I say those things, right? We tell ourselves we only want the finished project, but we never start. And that, my friend, is what we call a contradiction. So truly, you know, set a timer, focus on time dedicated and not completion of the task. Some progress towards a goal is still progress, even if you don't complete the project in one sitting. We have to acknowledge that perfectionism and procrastination often go hand in hand and may be working against the actual completion of your project. Similarly, maybe you delay because you don't know how long this particular task will take. I got to tell you, this one terrifies me. For example, I always procrastinate on making phone calls. I know it's not logical and it's certainly not wise, but my very real fear is getting stuck on the phone and not knowing how long the call may last. But I can decide how much time to dedicate to a task. And even if I don't complete the task, I can still start. And I've also gotten much better at making an actual appointment to follow up with clients on the phone, even though it's just a phone call, because it makes it more likely that that's actually going to happen. And then perhaps you or I worry about the cost, monetary or otherwise, of working on a project. So very often we ask ourselves, you know, if I start this project, is it worthwhile, right? Is this project worthwhile? So sometimes we need to explain out loud why we need to do this thing or meet this goal, and perhaps that will finally help us to be motivated to act. And sometimes action costs money or time or other resources, right? We talked about that last week. But if you're procrastinating around a business venture or a healthcare issue that you can't seem to make the appointment for or house repair that you've been avoiding, the better question is, can you afford to not do this, right? So while I was writing this, a friend reached out to me about trademark and copyright laws for protecting their business brand. And I don't know the answers to this, so I asked my experts and they stepped up. But this was a great example for weighing the potential high price of working with a knowledgeable attorney versus the even higher cost of not acting and having your brand damaged. So let's talk a little bit more about this one. 
Do you like money? (laughs) I do. I like money. I'll admit it. I don't love it, but it certainly does make life easier. But what I don't like is wasting money or any other resource, but especially money. And I bet you don't either. And yet we regularly and purposefully defeat our own plans and end up wasting money because of procrastination. So motivation to conquer our procrastination differs from person to person, right? So, you know, just look around, family, coworkers, regardless of your motivation for procrastinating, recognizing and using monetary motivation this week for action can help, right? It can help us to break through procrastination and save or make some money. So let's get specific. There are actual costs to procrastination. For example, penalties charged for late filing or payment of your taxes. ATM fees when you have to use the closest ATM instead of planning ahead and using your bank ATM. Credit card interest fees for incomplete or late payment. Maybe you pay late fees when you don't pay your bills on time. Long ago, a client said to me that our time working together paid for itself the first month that she paid all of her bills on time and did not receive late fees. Sometimes we end up paying higher rates for airline tickets or expedited passport fees because we didn't plan ahead. Sometimes we pay for costly repairs instead of maintaining what we own, like our car or our bodies, right? I mentioned healthcare a little earlier. Sometimes we have to pay expedited shipping or postage or delivery fees when we procrastinate in shopping. If we have to pay overnight shipping or delivery when we're sending items, And now we're too late, right? We're too close to the deadline to use regular shipping methods. And I can't tell you how many clients I have that miss the return window on items altogether that we needed to send back for a refund. So a blogger that I used to follow called these stupid fees, as in the fees we pay when we've done the wrong thing. And those are always the words in my head when I have to pay or if I see somebody else doing something, having to pay for something that they could have avoided. So, hey, are you seeing dollar signs in your head yet? And what about the indirect costs of procrastination or losing out on money-saving opportunities, right? So not receiving interest on your own money if you aren't in possession of it, not receiving reimbursement payments until all of your money is spent or not at all if you have a health spending account. Um, I have a lot of clients who don't get around to cashing or requesting checks right? A client needed to request a duplicate check for an insurance payment. The first one was damaged and they waited too long and the insurance company said no. We can also lose money because we haven't been able to take advantage of sales or discounts or savings like early bird registrations, right? So we want to make sure that we are taking advantage of those money-saving opportunities. I own my own business. So if I procrastinate, I can lose clients or money from lost sales, right? And then there's also the intangible costs of procrastination. This is stressful, right? When we see that we're in these situations, when we feel that we're in these situations, wow, we can absolutely feel the stress of all this. The other parts of procrastination is, and not everybody understands this one, but it's a thing, um, is loss of credibility or sympathy. So a friend of mine is a college professor. Imagine with me two students come to her in one week asking for an extension on a project. One always misses classes, turns in late assignments or misses them altogether, and one shows up to class and usually turns stuff in on time. So who is more likely to get the extension, right? I mean, we 
get to be known for what we're known for. And if you have certification or professional papers to submit, what about being lumped all together, right? Or even tagged as a procrastinator? Ouch. My challenge to you this week is to rethink the above list, right? And determine if there's a task or two that you are avoiding for no good reason. And I don't want to, or I don't feel like it are not good reasons. Once you identify the task, step up and get it done, or at least get it started if it's a multi-step task. A great weight will lift from your shoulders, trust me. And maybe next time that you start to procrastinate, the dollar signs will flash in your head and you'll get the job done instead. If you'd like to explore topics like this and coaching for organizing and productivity, drop me a line via email at Colleen at peaceofmindpo.com or message me through any of my social media platforms. Thanks so much and talk to you next week. Hey there, this is Colleen. I just want to say that 2024 is shaping up to be my biggest year for speaking yet. I would love to come out and speak to you and your group about organizational and productivity topics. Consider booking with me for upcoming events, professional development, wellness fairs, and more. Visit my website at peaceofmindpo.com and my presentations page for topics, my media kit, including my speaker's one sheet and headshot, and to email me to set up an event for you and your group. I look forward to seeing you in 2024.